Weatherford Issues with Brian Barrett on News Radio WGNS FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Back on the program, and it's my pleasure to welcome in Coy Young, Rutherford County School Board member here joining us today. And Coy, I tell you what, it has. Uh, I, I've seen more of you on television than I ever thought that I would. <laughs> <laughs> more than I would like to be. Thanks, Brian. Appreciate the opportunity to be in here this morning. You bet. You bet. Uh, you know, this is – I'm not sure. I, I would be interested to know how uh, how many people are, are tuning in on YouTube or wherever they, they find those, those meetings. I'm sure that that is up right now. Everybody's just um, – really trying to figure out what's going on and and the best way to move forward and you know to be frankly honest school board members and school director and everybody's just trying to figure that out that's true i mean we were just uh constantly trying to stay up on the data trying to see where the trends are carrying us uh, and it changes you know day to day now we at one time we thought we were going in the right direction well back in early july when we uh, decided it was going back to school. Uh, everything was trending kind of in the right direction, but here lately things are starting to take off and go in the other direction. So it's, it's starting to make, uh, make us nervous. And, uh, you know, we, we've got our plan in place, and we're trying to keep a close eye on that plan as far as where we rank as low spread, moderate spread, or high spread. But we're right there on that verge of being what, what's considered high spread. And, uh, you know, we got to keep these uh, students and teachers' health uh, in mind here and try to keep them safe. And nobody wants these kids to go back to school any more than the school board. Uh, we all want them back in school. I know the parents want them back in school. Just from the surveys that we've done, we've seen that the parents are around 70% wanting these kids back in school, and we want to accommodate that. Yeah, yeah. Well, kind of talk talk me through this low spread medium spread high spread what how can you explain that in in terms that maybe we can understand and because that is is kind of guiding uh, some decision making isn't it it is uh you know we to be considered in the low spread that range is anywhere from a one to 1658 active cases in rutherford county it, it has a target percentage of 0.5 percent um and then also we look at some other indicators, like uh, if uh, the, the cases are increasing over a 14-day period or uh, two or more active cases, uh, teacher absenteeism gets to 15%, uh, student absenteeism 5% above the average absenteeism, uh, or substitute fill rate if it gets 10% uh, or below average, um, support staff absenteeism you know it's all going to play a factor in, mm. in making sure that we have what we need to to manage our school system so you you go from low to medium to to high and when we were talking about this uh and you all made your initial decision to go back um with, with a traditional open opening with the option for parents to uh to do distance learning we were in the the low to medium range right yeah we was more at the low end of the spectrum on the moderate side okay now we're at the other end where we're on the high side of moderate 
almost at the verge of going into what's considered high spread. Yeah, and so that to me shows, I think if there's anything that we've learned during this pandemic is that today may not be the same tomorrow. <laughs> You're right. And, yeah. and, and you know, you all made your, your best efforts, but, I mean, I applaud you for coming back and saying, you know what, we may need to pump the brakes a little bit. Um, that didn't mean that you changed your decision then, but um, you, you, you're going to have a meeting next week, I guess, on the 28th? 28th, yes. And so um, that's cutting it pretty close, honestly, for school starting. Oh, it is. I mean, we're... We were hoping that we had a plan in place and we were ready to go, and uh, and we are. We're ready to get these schools open. But uh, with these latest numbers, it's, it's putting some doubts in people's mind, and uh, we're, uh, you know, we're still trying to listen to the experts out there. But the problem is our experts are one's on one end of the spectrum, one's on the other end of the spectrum. I mean, we have doctors telling us it's good, not to worry, go back, and we have some telling us we're idiots if we go back so you know who do you believe that's that's where we're at right now you know unfortunately i think you you fall in the same category that a lot of people uh are in um it, it it's i don't want to get too uh into it but it's it's almost it's politically charged in some aspects and and you know when you're dealing with kids you just have to kind of do some best judgments here. I, I don't envy uh, the, the work of the, the school board right now. But, Coy, you, you think about it. When you, when you made this decision, and, and the, the, I, I respect it even more because you listened to what a group of educators had to say. Um, the director of schools put together uh, some administrators in all levels, elementary, middle school, high school, teachers, staff, support staff, and, and they really kind of did a study of this. And from that, they recommended an opening, right? That's correct. Uh, our, our school director and, and his staff, uh, they have put in countless hours. I mean, they have earned their paychecks over the course of this uh, pandemic here, uh, trying to figure out what's best What's the best way to, to get these schools open back up? How do we manage this, these situations? And, uh, you know, there's just no right answer. Uh, anyway, we've looked at this. Uh, we're just trying to come up with the best decision we can come up with. And, and we're trying to base it off a metric here that we feel will, uh, will help guide us and, and get us in the right position to open up our schools. But uh, it's, it's a lot of work. Oh, I can only imagine. Uh, so, this this metric that you're you're working off of here, since the numbers have changed, uh, is the 28th uh, kind of one of those dates that you all have decided. You know, we've got to make a decision one way or another, so we know what we're doing come August 10th. Is is that kind of the the idea behind that date? Yes, uh, I don't think we can go much past that date and, and still open up by August 10th. You know. Could we postpone it a couple of weeks? Maybe, you know, uh, there has been some suggestions made that we look opening up after Labor Day. But uh, just this morning, uh, as I was getting ready, uh, our governor was telling us to get these schools opened up. So we're getting a lot of pressure from our governor uh, and, and from our community too to, to get these schools opened back up, get these students back in the classroom. And I'm not so 
concerned about the students as much as I am some of the teachers. You know, we got some older teachers that's getting ready to retire, and, and they don't feel comfortable going back to the classroom just yet. Uh, so I'm, I'm curious to see what kind of fallout we're going to have right there. Uh, I've talked to a lot of the young teachers, and and it, there's a little fear there, uh, more concern than fear. But uh, you can tell that uh, that they're ready to get back in the classroom too. Yeah. It's just they want to make sure we're doing all we can to protect our students and protect them too. Uh, Coy Young is joining us as we uh, talk about Rutherford County Schools. He's on the uh, the school board, and uh, man, I, there are just so many so many questions, and I'm sure. Uh, how do you feel? <laughs> because I mean, with all the information and and here at the radio station, trying to uh, understand it and then you know put that information out in uh, a form that people can understand, and and then for every yes, there's a no. For every no, there's a yes. For every maybe, there's a different uh, question. And you know, it, it, it it's like a ping pong ball. I, I don't know how you keep up with it. It's very challenging. Uh, the only good thing I really felt good about was that uh, we gave our parents a choice. We didn't just say, hey, kids, you're all going back to school traditionally. No ands, ifs, or buts. We we gave the parents a choice. They can go back traditionally, or they can they can keep their kids out of school and do the virtual school. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I like options. Anytime you can have something with options, you're – you have a better chance of satisfying both sides. Uh, now, with the mask mandate, that really was no option there. I mean, we we heard from our teachers and we heard from a lot of the parents, and they wanted to require the mask, so we so we had to make that mask mandate mandatory. Um, I have a little insight and into this because I, I'm a, a parent of uh, an upcoming senior. And, um, you know, as, as dad, I've, I've tried to include her in some of the decisions that, or questions that I've gotten as, as, as a parent of a kid in the school system and she wants to go back and, and, you know, this, this senior year is important. And, but I think the biggest thing is the social interaction and I I don't want to get any hate mail from that but kids need to be able to talk to friends and stuff they feel so isolated and and there is there is a deep medical issue that we're going to have to deal with that could be bigger than this virus if we don't get kids back in school we're hearing that from a lot of parents a lot of parents are concerned with the the social distancing of not having any social distancing yeah Uh, and then um yeah, we don't know what the long-term effects are going to be on some of these kids. I really hated to see our seniors and, and all students get kind of robbed of their last part of the school year last year. Uh, we were able to make some accommodations and, and, and get our seniors where they could walk and graduate, and I'm glad we was able to accomplish that. Uh, we were actually able to get all of our employees paid through this pandemic, and uh, I was proud of the fact we was able to, to do that. But at some point, we've got to get things back rolling or, uh, you know, there may not be the, we can't continue to pay pay our way through this thing and not get a return. There's, sure. I mean, we've got to, 
we've got to do our jobs and, and we've got to get this economy back going so that we can have public school systems and and all the other things that go goes on in our country so well you know it as as a parent it, it's it's a tough decision and 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 knowing what's what's out there and stuff but i, I i've been able to see how it's it's affected her and and just you know feeling isolated and and i think we're we're hearing a lot from experts on that so you, you know there's just so much that you have to weigh that goes into this uh decision here so coy kind of um th- this may be one of those things that you know you start one way it, it changes i think if we've learned anything with this coronavirus is things go from uh, one way to another pretty quickly so you've got to be flexible do you think you've got a flexible plan one that you could go and from traditional to online and virtual if you had to go back and forth some because who knows that may be the, the way it has to start yeah bro that wouldn't be the ideal situation to be into sure. but i know that uh we're better prepared now than we were back in the spring when this thing hit us um no, we didn't have all the programs in place and everything that we needed. I mean, whoever would thought we would need to make a plan for this type of situation. But um, but now that we've had some time, we've we've went out, we've invested into some programs that will help us with the virtual training. Uh, I really feel comfortable that we can manage that much better. And uh, is it going to be ideal? No, it never will. I, Virtual learning only works for a small group of students. It doesn't work for all students, and uh, we know that, and that's the reason we want to get these kids back into school so they can learn. Uh, we don't want to keep kicking this can down the road and uh, and not meet the goals of educating these kids. Uh, so uh, I think we are better prepared, but let's hope we don't have to get in a situation where we are flip-flopping back and forth between the two yeah um this is is very much a a, a local district decision um uh, you mentioned just a moment ago that governor lee's office wants to get these schools opened and uh you know that that's part of the pressure that that you're under but i mean that, that that's a lot of responsibility that i know you and and the other board members do not take lightly that you know the decision to start school traditionally or virtual or whatever it, it's going to have impacts for our our kids it will and uh it's been a lot of sleepless nights a lot of, a lot of thought went into this and a whole lot of prayer so uh, that's the biggest thing you know when you got something that's this uncertain uh i i, I turn to the bible and i just turn it all over to god and just ask him to help guide us and lead us and and that's what we're doing, or what I'm doing now. I'm, I'm just praying that we can, he can shed a light here and show us the path we need to take to, to make this the most safest thing we can do. And I did want to go back to something that, that you mentioned a second ago. You know, kids are pretty resilient, and I think one of the things that we do know and see from the numbers is that, you know, a, a lot of school-age kids can be asymptomatic and, um, you know, not have – uh, extremely dangerous effects from that uh, from the virus but that's not necessarily the case for uh, older folks <laughs> and um, you know when you've got teachers and support staff and all you all have put a real focus on making sure that they're as safe as they can be 
Yeah, I mean, we we know it takes everyone to, to educate educate these kids. It's not just the teachers. It's, it's not just the principals. It's, you know, these kids, they, they pick up from the custodians to the cafeteria workers. Anybody that's involved in the school system, they're all teachers at some point or another. They, yeah. These kids are watching them and learning from them. So we have to keep them all safe because it takes them all to, to – uh, make the school system work uh, you know we and we want we want to treat everybody the same uh, I want to treat these uh, employees for Rutherford County school system the same as I'd want to be treated myself and uh, uh, I have a daughter in the school system that teaches so she's a science teacher at Oakland and uh, you know I, I go to her quite often and, and ask her so what's what's going on what's your teacher friends telling you you know I, I, I try to get that feedback from her and and really lean on her quite a bit during this time. So. You know, and and I'm I'm that, that just hit me that um, I, I had a conversation with an educator in in the county system, and they were very complimentary of the fact that they feel like they've been included in the decisions that are being made with the surveys and uh, asking of questions, and and their input has has been heard, and so. You know, I, I think that's very important in this whole process. Yeah, we we've got to have everybody's input. We we got to know what they're uh, recommending, what their suggestions. I mean, I know our director is he's depending on our principals a whole lot to come to him and tell him what do they need, because if we don't know what they need to be successful, then we're not going to be successful. So we're trying to include everybody we can into this process and and try to to come up with the best practice and now all of our schools we have a large school system 49 schools right at 49,000 students uh, 5,000 employees so uh, there's a lot to take in consideration not all of our schools are the same not all some of these older schools is will not have the same classroom sizes and the same hallway spaces that uh, some of these newer schools have uh, and we do know that I think as of yesterday, virtual learning is up to about 6,000 students now, or maybe and that, that number keeps growing. So uh, that is going to help ease some of our issues with uh, having to keep uh, social distancing involved as far as getting down hallways, and, and it's going to reduce some of the classrooms. I think our high schools is going to average about 200 kids going into virtual learning. So that you take 200 kids out of high school that helps it ain't gonna solve the problem but it does help the situation yeah yeah so uh, and i guess that you that, that's a, just one, another piece to this whole thing of you know the the more that are signed up for the virtual learning uh, but i mean coy that's just six thousand to forty nine thousand there's still <laughs> a lot out there too so i mean you, but, but every piece does help yeah. um but even that is an indication of where parents are leaning i would think right i mean that's that's a pretty small percentage if you take the total yeah i think we as we see these numbers keep climbing we're going to see more and more parents go to virtual learning uh we and we've seen that with our buses when we did our bus bus survey uh, it was about ten thousand kids that, that are going to be opted you know they're going to opt out and not they're going to provide their own transportation so uh that's going to help our bus route some our buses won't be so crowded maybe uh, but there, there's still that population out there that really depends on our school system and depends on our transportation department to get these kids to and from school. And there's, there's parents out there that are single parents or 
or they just have transportation issues, period. So they, they depend on us to provide that transportation to get these children back and forth to school. And, and there are even many that depend on that meal that they get at school, too, breakfast yeah. and lunch. And, I mean, it's, it's just um, – um, if we had the the perfect world, this this thing would be out of here and we'd be in school, no problem, and and getting ready to go here. But um, kind of again, got just like a minute or so left. But you're going to come together on the 28th, and it, it I know that there are some other school things that are going to be taken up. But this is the the main reason to get together, I guess, on this special meeting. Right, we do have a couple other uh, meetings going on the same night. Uh, but yeah, the, we we decided in our last meeting, the 28th, we had to come to a conclusion here, and in, in, in order to be able to open up on August 10th. So, so the, you know, right now as it stands, school will be opening traditionally with the online uh, or virtual option, but you're you're going to take up this once again on the 28th, and that will take us at least through the start of school for a little while, whatever decision is made there. That's correct. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Well, Coy, I, I know that uh, it's it's been it's been tough. I, I can only imagine. <laughs> well, it's it's one of those things, you know. You don't know what you're signing up for sometimes, and I never dreamed when I uh, decided to run for school board that I would be deci- uh, facing the decisions we're having to face right now. But uh, but I'm willing to hang in here and do the best we can do for Rutherford County Schools and and. Uh, and take care of these students and take care of our employees the best we can. Uh, I don't want to see us cause any harm to anyone. Right. And and, um, that's the kind of person I want on the school board, so I appreciate it. Coy, thank you so much, and uh, we'll talk soon. All right. Thank you, Brian. Appreciate it. Coy Young joining us here on the radio, Rutherford County School Board here on News Radio WGNS. If you missed part of the uh, interview, by the way, you can head to WGNSRadio.com, go to Podcast and Rutherford Issues, and you'll find it right there. Have a good day. <music>